0: I think when we, we overwork ourselves because it, there's like always kind of a twinge of fear. It's like, I'm not going to make enough. I'm not right. going to get another inquiry. I'm yep. not going to be able to do this. And it's like, you start to set those boundaries and it automatically makes you kind of come out of that place of fear of like, I'm doing this for myself. And I trust the inquiries will come. I will still, you know, like my business will still keep growing.
1: Have you ever felt overwhelmed either with work or life or just all of the things going on in the world? And it just it gets hard to move forward. If this sounds familiar to you, um, if you've been there before, know that you have lots of company, uh, this guy included. (laughs) Yeah, today, my guest is going to help us with that. Krista Marie Lynch is a photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership and podcast, where she helps creatives ditch the overwhelm and create thriving businesses by focusing on the tactical strategies, habits, mindset, and confidence work that's crucial to seeing long-term growth. And today, we are going to be talking about how you can get back to your goals when burnout is creeping in on you and and how you can set yourself up to avoid burnout in the first place. or Not in the first place, but in the future. So next time you're not getting back into the same cycle where you're hitting burnout every six months or so. Um, It is a great conversation. I am excited for you to listen. Let's get into that conversation. With Krista Marie Lynch, I forgot to ask this before we before we went live, uh, Krista. Do you prefer Krista Marie or Krista?
0: That's a great question. So um, I really just go by Krista, okay. but everybody, like my podcast, my Facebook, my everything, is kind of just Krista Marie. Um, never really was into the first name last name thing, so I just kind of went first and middle. Yeah, but <laughs> okay,
1: cool. That's that's how my like my extended family. They all call me John Robert. And mm-hmm. like I don't even think about it they like, they just call yeah. me that, and that's it. um and I remember the first time that uh I had, you know brought my my wife, I think then probably fiance, uh yeah, I think we we're already engaged and brought her. To some family event with that side of the family. And just she was like, Why is everyone calling She's you John everyone- Robert? And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do do that. <laughs> it's you just, just like forget
0: yeah. that it like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's how I feel at this point. Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. Well, cool. I wanted to make sure that I was calling you. I'll just I uh, maybe yeah. I'll just switch back and forth between
0: yeah uh, Go for it. Whatever you whatever you feel like in the moment. Cool,
1: cool. <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, Krista Marie Lynch, how are you today? Thank you.
0: I'm doing great. It's great weather here in California, so no complaints. Nice, <laughs>
1: nice. It's um, it's okay. This morning here in Texas is oh, good. It's okay. It's not. It's <laughs> it's not uh okay is good. Okay though. Is, like that's like okay there's is no complaint <laughs> for May. Okay is great. Um, if we're not melting, then I'm happy.
0: Yeah. I So I actually I grew up in Florida, which we'll talk about in a Mm. minute. So I'm very familiar with like the level of humidity and the heat like it's like the sun rises and automatically it's just hot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the, the little bit of time that you have in the morning when like the sun's still behind the clouds a little bit and it's just peeking up and you walk outside and there's just like a little bit of coolness. It's like, it's mm-hmm. still 85 degrees, but it's like a little bit of coolness. It's like,
0: you like get that feeling of, oh, this is like what, like winter or like, like right. crisp summer, you know, crisp yeah. mornings.
1: Yeah. And then as soon as the sunbeams hit you, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. boom. OK. And now we're just going to start sweating. Um, yeah. Which is uh, this is my least favorite season for um, for weddings. It's just. hmm. I I tend to to run on the warm side anyway and uh and then with the heat it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot uh, so this is my all black season where it's like yeah. you're not gonna see where I'm sweating um it's yep. it's just
0: and you just kind of live in it like yeah. I know for me because I also run on the warmer mm-hmm. side and even in California when it's not that hot I'm like baking oh, yeah. all the time and you just you know I almost don't even notice it until it's like the end of the wedding and I'm like oh, oh Oh, like, yeah, mm, yeah,
1: <laughs> everything is sticking to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something like being in the moment at a wedding, just like my focus is all on everything mm-hmm. else, just trying to, yeah, to focus on where to take photos and what's going on and what, you know, what things are happening with the guests and the people and the couple. And then sometimes I forget. Like, oh, I didn't eat. At all yeah. today, and then oh, I, totally. I leave the wedding, yep. and then my stomach is like, "Hey, uh, you've been ignoring us <laughs> for like twelve hours." Uh, but yeah,
0: yeah, the things that our bodies put up with on wedding days—it's oh, like you—you you have to be so grateful at the end of the day that like we can do this to ourselves over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know there that there are some photographers that are like, "Weddings are not for me. I can't ignore those things." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. but, but yeah. Okay. Well, well, cool. Like I, I love that. We're just like already getting into conversation. Um, so Krista <laughs> for, um, for, for, for those who may not know you, give us a little background as to, uh, you already mentioned you're in California, uh, where in California <laughs> are you? What do you do? Um, all, all those things.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm in the San Francisco Bay area. I'm like 30 minutes South of the city, but I grew up in Florida, central Florida for like 20 a little over 20 years. So that was kind of where I established. That's where I went to college. That's where I kind of my beginning of my adult life started. Um, and then I moved to California for work full-time, the full-time job that I was doing. So I'll talk about that, but, um, well, I guess I'll kind of start there. So essentially I like graduated from school with the human resources degree. Uh, I had started my photography business in college. My roommate at the time had her own business for a couple of years and she was like, I had bought, i had always been fascinated with photography. So I bought myself a DSLR, like the Canon Rebel G in like 20, 2009 or 2010, Uh whenever it was. uh Um, and so with my roommate at the time, she was like, Oh, do you want a second shoot with me? And I was like, that sounds really easy and like a fun way to spend weekends. So started to build my business in college, um, but continued working full time, really until 2019. So I only just left my full-time job. Uh, so I built my business on the side for nine years, kind of moved a little bit back and forth from Florida to California. But, um, in 2014, I moved back to California, like
1: full-time officially (laughs) last time.
0: Yeah. Um, and then for the next five years, continued to kind of grow up my business again. And then finally went full-time in 2019. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of been, and I've mostly focused, I started on weddings. That's, I kind of jumped right in cause that's what she did. So I started shooting weddings with her. I've since branched out and I'm doing a lot of branding photography now, um, which is really fun. I think my heart is kind of like really into branding photography. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I started my podcast and started coaching and kind of started to realize that there are so many other aspects of being an entrepreneur that I love, like helping coaching and educating and mentoring and helping other people kind of get there. So yeah, that's a little bit about awesome.
1: Me. Yeah. I love that. Like uh, the, like the evolution of our businesses and, And how it's like, okay, because whenever I started, I I was the same. Just like I worked for a a wedding venue in college. And that was like my in into Mm -hmm. shooting extremely low budget weddings where they were like, yeah, we can't hire a professional. Would you do this? (laughs) Uh, We see you with your with your little DSLR out here. That's a fancy camera, right? And uh, yeah, but yeah, like I started in weddings and then also, you know, got into to education where, um, um, uh, did, and I'm interested, uh, it, what was one of the reasons that you wanted to get into education and like start your podcast education. and everything? Was it, um, cause cause for me, it was a lot of, I didn't have a lot of areas to look for, um, when I was starting cause I wanted to learn, mm-hmm. but there weren't a lot of mm-hmm. uh, great places to learn um, yeah. Wedding photography and and all that.
0: Yeah. For me, it's really interesting actually, because when I left my full-time job, um, in 2019, my original thought was that I was going to go full-time in like education, but like teach photography stuff. Mm, So mm -hmm. I kind of had that initial thought of like, Oh, I'm going to do YouTube videos. I'm going to help people with like really technical stuff. And I did it for a short amount of time and realized like, this is not like this isn't it yeah. like and it was kind of scary because when i left my full time job thinking like okay like this is what i'm going to do and then like 2 months later i was like oh wait that's not what i want to do so like what am i actually doing <laughs> um and then like 6 months later the pandemic hit and so it was kind of like i think one thing after another and so when everything kind of shut down i don't know how you felt john but it was interesting for me because i had spent so much of my time, obviously some working full time, but then also any free time was building my business, growing my business. And then the pandemic hit. And this was the first time in 12 years that I didn't have anything to do and kind of had that crisis of, Oh my gosh, like, do I keep, am I doing this because I love to do it? Or am I just doing this because I've constantly been doing and it's kept me busy. And so, um, I think I needed that break actually to kind of give myself some space to figure out what, what is it that I want to do? Like now I have time. So what is it that I feel called to do? Oh yeah. And that's when I started to realize like, you know what, the thing I'm actually passionate about is like helping people overcome the imposter syndrome of like, I can't start a business or like, I don't have enough education or formal training, or like, I have all these limiting beliefs in my head that are telling me I can't do this. Like all, all of that stuff was, I was like, this is what I love helping people through and like helping them push that to realize that like, all it takes is time and consistency and like you can get, you can build whatever kind of business you want to build. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot more than that. Right. <laughs> Those are very simple, yeah, time, right, but yeah, I yeah. mean like, but it, it's a lot easier than we make it out to be sometimes. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I also felt a lot like that um, because, you know, like before, you know, 2018, 2019, I was really, pushing to grow my business a lot. We had uh, just had our second child in 2018. So I was wanting to give my wife as much maternity leave time as possible and just like not have to rush back into things in order for us to pay the bills and Mm -hmm. um, really just trying to grow my wedding photography business. Um, And then it was, I guess... um, early 2019 that I started thinking about uh, education as so I was like, I really mm-hmm. want, cause I had had people like, you know, DM me and just like, Hey, how did you get into this? Or how do you do these things? How do you, yeah. you know, what settings do you use for a silhouette and that kind of stuff? And I was like, yeah, I like, I, I love teaching people and I didn't have that I, at least I didn't know where mm-hmm. to look for um, that kind of education when I was first starting off. Um, Same. Yeah. So very, very similar um, with with your story, too. Yeah. And just uh, that break of oh, I can't shoot weddings anymore. Um, and now I have to, like, refocus things. Do I want to keep doing this or. Mm-hmm know do something else and, and I did come back to yeah I do still love weddings but yeah. it kind of expanded a little bit because I had really niched down to only weddings that's it I'm not going to mm-hmm. do any family photos I'm not going to do this kind of stuff even with like past um, fam- uh, 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 wedding clients yeah
0: like past yeah,
1: couples yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was like oh no I don't really do families anymore sorry um, but that break, I kind of realized, uh, it's not just the weddings. like it's not really the wedding that I love. It's the relationships mm-hmm. and and that. And I was like, oh, that like I can focus on that in a family session. And I can focus on that totally. in, like lifestyle newborns and stuff,
0: well, and I don't know about you, but I find for because I also do the same where, like I don't advertise family sessions. I don't advertise that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But when I get to do it feels I don't want to say it's easy but it feels easy when it's like my past couples. Like I, I don't want to advertise and just do like people that I don't know. Like that to me feels really stressful. And like, I don't really want to live in that world. But when like someone that I shot their wedding now has their first kid and I get to photograph like all of the moments of that, like, Oh, it's so special. And like, so, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That bond that you have is just like, yeah, because you you already
1: have that relationship built. They're already comfortable Mm -hmm. with you. Obviously, they're coming back to you and like just like we enjoyed working with Krista so much for our wedding. Like we want you to be here and document this for us, too, um, which is which is amazing. And yeah, it just kind of like cuts off a lot of the the pre-session of okay now i need to get to know you i need to get to figure Mm -hmm. out like what are your kids like are they gonna be like super smiley are they gonna be crying (laughs) on the floor and we have to like you know do all these different things Get freedom back into your life with Freedom Edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken, and you're just needing to edit them now? And they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits and then they learn how to better match your style now i hardly have to adjust anything when i receive galleries back from my editor nick what is up nick you are amazing so head to lightdarkco.com slash freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdarkco.com slash freedom and get more freedom in your life. So like over... Over all of these years between Florida, California, mm-hmm. wedding photography, branding, um, doing some families here and there and all that. Um, what's something like a, uh, a lesson or a piece of advice or something that just like really hit home for you that changed the way that you like look at business?
0: Yeah. So I'm excited that you asked this because I think that, especially coming from a background where I built my business on the side of working full-time for so long. And I wanted to talk about that for a second because I found, I don't know about you, but like I found for me because I was working full time and I didn't hate my job. Like there were certain jobs I did not like, like early mm-hmm. on after college. But for the last five years um, before I went full time, I loved my job. I love my team. I love my company. And I struggled with this identity feeling of like, am I a real business owner? Like, you know, I, I don't do this full time, not to say. And it it started to make me believe like, Do I don't, do I not do this full-time because I can't do this full-time? Like I'm not capable of making this a full-time business. And so there was like a lot of inner conflict, I think that I felt because I just didn't really feel legit. Um, but taking that transition, then when I did go full-time, I still held my, um, timelines and deadlines to my full-time job for my business. So for example, like, it's like, okay. I want to, you know, I have this goal this year of reaching X, Y, Z all of a sudden now, like those goals are like, okay, I'm going to do that in the next like two months. Like my timelines were so unrealistic because I had worked so long for other people, just like doing the tasks, doing all the things that, yeah. you know, like, it just was like, I had a really hard time transitioning that into like more of a long-term mindset. And I, so I think, All of that to say, I think one of the biggest things that's been um, impactful for me is this realization that like I'm in this for the long haul. Like this is a lifestyle. This is something that I want to build. I don't need to do everything right now. I don't need to have these timelines that are like create all these goals and accomplish all these things like in the next six months. And I think we hear that narrative everywhere in the business world of like I did this overnight and I did this in a month and it's like
1: right yeah like I did this and like my that. my my first year I made five thousand dollars and then my second year I made I over like six made, figures yeah. and like
0: and I'm just like what, what?
1: <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. whenever you're in it even going uh like full-time I remember the first year that I went full-time I think I made 25 maybe 30 thousand dollars yeah which was which was great that was like comparable to what my full-time job was Mm -hmm. at that time but like I it would have uh killed me to like push to get to six figures yeah at that time at that skill level at that like pay rate or Mm -hmm. uh you know what I was charging for people and yeah I think that's a great point that We hear that a lot from people and it's it's easy to see because that kind of like skyrockets them into a platform of, hey, I did this and so (laughs) can you, (laughs) Um, which you totally can.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's going to come at a price of your time and mental well-being and and all of that. Um, And it's so easy to get lost in comparing ourselves to well, I've been in this for five years and mm-hmm. I'm not at where she is yep. in year two. Like, totally. am I even a good photographer?
0: Well, and um, I even struggled with that. I mean, even up until recently, if I can be honest with you, because. Again, I've really only been I mean, if we just don't count in 2020, because really nothing happened in 2020, yeah. Yeah. like I've only really been full time right in my business for like maybe Two and a half years, even though I've been in business for 12 years. So right. it's interesting because you know, you'll find people, oh, I've been doing it the same amount of time they have. And it's like, well, yeah, but you were spending 40 hours a week committing to this other job. Like there's there's no way that you can expect to like have some super built-out business when you like have spent so long not having the time and energy to really get it to where you want it to go.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's I mean that could be your goal, but like if you're really loving your main nine to five job, and this is just like a fun side gig that you can build up, mm-hmm. like it's totally cool to stay. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to leave my nine to five because it was a toxic workplace, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I need to get out of here. This is not good for for my brain. Um, plus, I'm like come from a very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial family, and. Like I started started my own business when I was like 15 and uh, I was like, yeah, I, this is something that I could see myself doing and growing into something. Um, But yeah, that comparison was really difficult in those early years where I was still at my nine to five Mm -hmm. and I was seeing other people who started their business, like even the same, like I have friends who started in the same month, April of 2013, and then they were traveling the world and making six you know multiple six figures in just a few years and I was like I'm still here yeah. like <laughs> most of my weddings are within 30 miles like yeah. I don't know how you're doing this um, but yeah no I think that's so good to not not compare what like yeah. your path with someone else's because yeah. there are so many factors that go into that Um. Totally. And, and it it's your own unique story. Like mm-hmm. it's, you would have a completely different story if you left your, your main job, um, you know, five years earlier than you right. did. Um,
0: and I think that's kind of the biggest thing is just learning to accept that. It's kind mm-hmm. of just like accepting that, like my journey is my journey and it might look a little different and like, yep. I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's so good. It, just coming to that place of acceptance of this is me. This is my journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go like, make it the best journey that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have to make it look like someone else's journey. Totally. Um, Cause that will definitely lead you to burnout. Uh, it will. For sure. <laughs> um, which, uh, which, which leads us to, uh, to part of our, our conversation today. Um, like what, what are some things other than like trying to uh, compete and like make our business into what looks like someone else's like, what are some mm-hmm. things that can move us into burnout and, yeah. and that hard time?
0: So I find for me, like the three biggest things that I find when I'm starting to kind of get into that thing of burnout, the thing with burnout is it, it kind of creeps up on you. Like, I, I don't know if uh-huh. whenever you've experienced it, like it's never like an all of a sudden I hit this it's it's kind of just like it gradually just like starts to creep in until you reach that point where you're like you're so far down the rabbit hole where you're like how did I get here like how did this happen
1: yeah and the worst thing is like with with weddings and and with a lot of uh, different genres of photography, like you're scheduling out months, exactly. a year in advance, and yeah. then you hit burnout, and it's like mm-hmm.
0: you have oh, to stop And keep now going. I gotta
1: keep going. <laughs> like if I stop and try to like scale down, it's like I still have yeah. a year of burnout until yeah. I can actually slow down. Um, yeah. I
0: found I found for me, especially because we kind of don't have as much control over like that part of our lives, is that mm-hmm. like really making sure that your personal boundaries, like we could spend all day and all night working on our business at the end of the day. Like oh yeah. There will be a never ending amount of things that we can do. And so it's like really making sure that your like personal priorities and I know, I know how hard that is because I don't I don't know about you, but I, it's so much easier for me to like put my business needs first or like business comes so much more naturally to me than like mm-hmm. self-care or like personal boundaries or like even sometimes like the relationships with people I love. It's like the business aspect of my like life is so easy. And yeah. so <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I have to remember that like, I, I have to still put pause on that.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I feel like for me, it's a lot of the, um, It's easy to do that because I can see something happen. Mm -hmm. So I can see like tangible things of whenever I spend time in the business and working on my marketing, like I see more leads come in. And that leads to more money. Like, oh, I get
0: I got new inquiries and like all these things
1: are happening. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh yeah. So after dinner, I'm gonna spend time doing this when you don't really need to. And yeah, like you said, like there's always something else. To do. Yeah. Uh there it's a never ending list of of things. I have a never ending list of just like these are some things I would really like to do mm-hmm. for the business.
0: Even like we always like, oh, in the off season, and then the off season come and goes, and we don't do any of those things either. Like everything right. just like piles on and adds on.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. Having <laughs> Having that like you get to the off season and then it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like doing it. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't want to, like, yeah. Like I, I want to get my off season. Right. And with, uh, it's almost like, it's like, and that's kind of what we would love to get to is like when you can have some, at least some of those personal boundaries during the normal season so that way you don't get to the off season and feel like you have all of this, like that you have to like, Make up for almost, right. oh, yeah, um, which, and I think the kind of one of the other things I want to talk about was this, like consistently working on our mindset because it is so mentally draining building a business. Like we, are so hard on ourselves. (laughs) We are so hard on ourselves to accomplish our goals quickly. We're so hard on ourselves. If we're not getting, you know, I see this person posting about how they're already almost booked up and like my calendar's empty. And like the (laughs) mental strain that we put on ourselves before we even do anything or like get out of bed is a lot. And so it's like really figuring out like, you don't have to be super woo mindset. Like I, I get into all that stuff, but like, it can be just as simple as like every time you start to get those thoughts, like, Nope, I'm going to reframe that. I'm not going to think about it that way, but like, but it takes a lot of intentionality, Mm
1: -hmm. which is difficult. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same, same for me. Um, post-it notes. Oh no, I have, I have them all over the place. Those are, are sometimes really helpful for me. I used to have them like in the corners of my monitor, um, Mm -hmm. Just to remind me to like, like, hey, take like a five minute break, Uh, especially when I was um, doing like the late night editing uh, season of life where, you know, I'm starting editing at like 10 p.m. And like editing (laughs) till two and just sitting there staring at a screen, just clicking and and seeing that little reminder of you should probably take a break.
0: Yeah. Um, and sometimes I would
1: see that reminder after like working for five minutes. I'm like, no, I I actually do need to work. But other times it's been like an hour and a half and I haven't moved. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to get up. My legs are asleep. I need to do something. Um, but yeah, having, having those kind of like reminders and getting into that mindset, um, you know, can definitely help from, from getting to that place of burnout. Um, Totally. Yeah.
0: And I think it just helps. We start to listen to our body a little bit more. Cause again, and again, I mean, kind of what we talked about earlier, it's so easy to ignore. It's so easy to Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, well I can sit down and edit for eight hours. But when you push away those, like, Oh, I should get up. I should do this. Like you're kind of deprioritizing yourself. Like every time you make that, Nope, I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep working. It's like, it's that small muscle that I feel like if you just start to build it up a little bit, like take that break when you feel like you need it, like take a walk, give yourself Mm -hmm. space. It just like it gets easier the more that you do it.
1: Oh, yeah. And even like scheduling, I I used to um, s- on my calendar put uh, like no, no wedding
0: mm-hmm. or something
1: like on some some weekend where I'm like, I have like five weekends back to back. Yeah, of it was like purposeful weddings, days off. Yeah, I had to schedule them because otherwise I'd get an inquiry and be like, oh, yeah, I'm available that day because <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's months from now. I can, I can yeah. figure that out whenever I get there and, uh, having to set those boundaries of no, I can't, mm-hmm. uh, like it is hard, especially growing, like in those first few years of growing the business and like just wanting to do everything and like, oh yeah, anyone who comes in, I will, Yeah. I will photograph whatever it is you need. I just, I need the money. I need the portfolio. Like I need this. So yes. And, um, and that was, that was difficult setting those, uh, those personal boundaries of I'm only going to do this many events in a month. Yeah. Um, or I'm, I'm not going to do, you know, two in one weekend anymore. Yeah, That's, that's too much now. Uh, my, my body does not like that <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, and it's great when you can do that cuz you're also starting to again kind of that muscle of like you're coming out of that place of like scarcity cuz I think when we mm-hmm. we overwork ourselves because it, there's like always kind of a twinge of fear. It's like I'm not going to make enough. I'm not right. going to get another inquiry. I'm yep. not going to be able to do this and it's like you start to set those boundaries and it automatically makes you kind of come out of that place of fear of like I'm doing this for myself and I trust the inquiries will come. I will still you know, like my business will still keep growing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you know, this, the same with like, I'm not going to have time tomorrow to do this mm-hmm. or the next week to do all these edits, or I really want to like get back into blogging and posting on Pinterest and stuff. <laughs> and I'm just going to do that tonight and, yeah. <laughs> and doing that out of scarcity of I'm not going to have time in the future. Mm-hmm. So I need to do it now instead of like looking into the future and saying, okay, Here's a block of time. I'm gonna schedule this for actual like sit down blog writing time. Not gonna take any calls. I'm not gonna work on emails or get lost in editing. It's like this is designated time for for this. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so so for those who are like, okay, yeah, you're speaking to me. I'm, I'm burnout. I can feel it. I'm already there. How can we get back from burnout to like, getting back on track with our goals?
0: Yeah. So the first one's going to feel you're going to not like me when I say it, but <laughs> the first one is just accepting that you're experiencing burnout and then it's, it might take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is sometimes the hardest I think for us to do because Kind of like what you just said, like, okay, yep, I'm there okay, now how do I get out of it? It's like we we so quickly want to like bounce back without really actually listening to our bodies to like take what it is that yeah. we need. Because um, then it's like we burn out. We realize we haven't been doing anything. And then now we try to load up our schedule so that we can like catch back up on all the things that we didn't do. And it's right. like, wait, that's not that's, sustainable. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, not at all. And yeah. like, yeah, there's that vulnerability of accepting yeah. and just... Feeling that like, yeah, I am burnout um, that is is difficult to do, um, yeah. especially like like we were talking about earlier with the comparison game of I can't say that I'm burnout because they're mm-hmm. doing the same thing, but they're doing it better. And they, according to Instagram, are not burnout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I cannot be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That that's the
0: hardest part is that it? it's not talked about. Part, no one yeah. goes on Instagram and they're like, Oh, I'm in a season of burnout. Right, like yeah. that's, no one's doing that. <laughs> hey <so>. guys, <laughs>
1: happy Wednesday. Um, I'm burnout.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's like, number one, it's like, we have to just like accept that whether you see it or not, like everyone experiences it and it's going to be inevitable and just mm-hmm. like accepting that it's a part of your journey and it will show up again in the future. And like, that's okay. Um, so I feel like that's the first one that I always have to kind of remind myself of. And then kind of similar to what we just talked about. The second thing that I always talk about is like finding your triggers. So if you're going on Instagram and you're seeing like all of these other photographers are booked out and everyone has all this stuff, like if that's starting to trigger a lot of those feelings for you, like give yourself a break from it, give yourself space, whatever it is that you find in your life. If you have, like friends if it's a social media platform whatever it is like go out of your way to give yourself space from that because I can promise you that narrative is not going to be helpful
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah because it's like you know you're already down and then looking at those things is just (laughs) like kicking you while you're down it's like I'm just going to keep coming around here these swinging Mm -hmm. feet every time that I jump on Instagram um, and hope that I don't get kicked yeah Uh, yeah yeah that is i i definitely have had to go through seasons of not getting on social media and Mm -hmm. i know that that's like a big lead generator for a lot of people and yeah you're thinking like i can't get off instagram i have like that's where 80 percent of my exactly uh, leads come from um planally is amazing to where you can (laughs) like load up all that stuff and then like i I schedule 20 minutes for whenever those are going to post that I'm mm-hmm. on there engaging with people, but that's all I'm doing Yeah, just exactly. engaging, leaving comments, going to theirs, leaving comments, looking through stories, that kind of stuff. But then yeah. I'm not getting lost in the scroll and mm-hmm. spending all that time that my timer goes off. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done. Yep. And that's
0: the thing, I mean, realistically, like you can still show up on Instagram, but like if you're spending 20 minutes a day, you're posting, you're engaging, you're like engaging with the non-triggering accounts you're engaging with, like even past clients or like sharing. Like, I think this is the time when we can get really creative of like, okay, I'm going to show up on Instagram. How can I like highlight a couple that I had that was just really amazing? Or how can I like, how can I show up in a really, um, value adding way where I can still be on the platform, but I'm not subjecting myself to like this comparisonitis or like looking at other people's feeds.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And there, there's a, um, not a block button, but, uh, mute.
0: Oh yes. Like
1: you can, you can mute mute (laughs) for a little bit. And I think (laughs) it's been a while since I've had to mute someone, but I believe they give you like a, do you want to mute this for like two weeks or something? Mm -hmm. And, And that's usually a good amount of time to to mute those triggering um, uh, uh, pages to where you can still get on there, but you're not seeing the, hey, I'm already Mm -hmm. 80 percent booked for Mm -hmm. next year. And you're like, I have two for next year right now. (laughs) Like, what are they even doing? Um, They probably need to raise their prices, what it is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. okay, I love that. Okay, so so kind of setting those boundaries of mm-hmm. um not going to the places not looking at the things that that trigger us uh yeah. and trigger that comparison yeah uh, what 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 else can we do?
0: Yeah, I would say another thing that's been really beneficial for me is finding someone in particular that can help support you along your journey of burnout also. Mm-hmm. And usually mm-hmm. this is someone who's another business owner, someone who kind of has been in that situation before, but someone who can really speak to like what I found as much as I love my non-business building friends, um, you know, like when you're kind of going through these things, it's really when they don't really know what to say. It's like, right. oh, well, like. I'm sure it'll get better. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like it's the stuff that's like helpful, I guess, but like not really helpful. So uh-huh. um, well, at like least you have a lot someone, of work, right? Yeah. Oh, but like you have your own business and it's like, well, yes. And mm-hmm. I'm still struggling. Right. So like finding someone who can get it, who can help support you, who can be like, you know what? Yeah. Like this does kind of suck. Like we've all been there, but you know what? Like what's something that you can do today that'll help, you know, like they can kind of like help encourage you, but also like kind of understand that like, yeah, this is a part of the business and it (laughs) kind of sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And that's, I mean, that's where community comes in and having those, um, I mean that that is one good thing about social media that I enjoy is I've been able to build community with people that live all over. You know, mm-hmm. I have uh, good good photographer friends in Ohio, Florida, California, like all <laughs> of these places that I am not at regularly. Um, yeah, but also like searching for community in your local areas, um, mm-hmm. which I know the rising tide society and, and all yep. that, like, there's a lot of those chapters, um, in a lot of the major cities. Uh, but yeah, that's like, if you don't, if you're, if you're thinking, well, yeah, I would love to do that, but I have no, no friends yeah. who are entrepreneurs. Um, and
0: the thing I'll tell you too, is I'm very much an introvert. Like I have I, I am not the person that's like going out to all these events and like talking to all these people. Like if Mm. I can be on the couch, snuggled up watching Harry Potter for like the 89th time Mm -hmm. in the week, like that is my preferred mode of living. Um, but some of my closest friends, like I, I, like you don't need the, the quantity. It's really just like, you only really just need that. Like one person who gets it. Like one of my close girlfriends, I actually met her on Instagram a couple of years ago and we've like grown closer. I actually she came out to California to second shoot with me. Like I went to North Carolina to shoot with her and it was like really fun to watch that grow. Nice. But that's someone that I know that I can be like, "Hey, like, you know, this is what's happening and it's like you just need that one person who really kind of gets it."
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the like having that one person is just like, "Okay, I'm seen. They get it. They can speak into your life like they can be like hey i was there like remember when mm-hmm. i was calling you six months ago <laughs> and saying the same yeah. thing like you're gonna get through this and like i'm i'm here to help here to encourage um all that and if there are people in your life uh that are like you can tell their burnout like reach out to them and just be like mm-hmm. hey do you need to take How's a break? It going? Like, like you yeah. want to meet up for coffee or something, or you want me to send you a Starbucks gift card? Like you yeah. need, <laughs> you need a break.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And the last just thing I wanted to share, which I think is really important is just like when you're feeling, when you're in that season, you're like, all right, I'm in this, like release yourself of those timelines. Cause the thing that I found for me is As quickly as we want to jump right back into it, it's like we almost like end up also tightening our timelines again under that guise of like catching up. Mm -hmm. Like so like whatever timelines, whatever deadlines you had set, whatever goals you had set for yourself, like it doesn't mean you have to abandon them completely, but just like reevaluate them and figure out because chances are what probably happened is you worked so hard on them and you had no like personal boundaries. Like you weren't doing anything like taking care of yourself. And it's if we don't really like get intentional about it, we're just going to find ourselves going right back into that same mode of living.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I I had to do that because I was I was so behind on editing and delivering images. um, And it was taking so much time to just do that and catch up. And I was overbooked with weddings and, um, and I got to the point where I was like, yeah, I need to outsource mm-hmm. this to someone mm-hmm. else who's going to do a great job um, and probably better than me. Cause they're like professional editors. Um, yeah. But like, I can, so fast. <laughs> so fast. Yeah. I just I don't know out, how they
0: do it. It's I sent so, like three so weddings fast.
1: last week to my editor. And then I just got an email this morning like, hey, they're all done.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they're in your Dropbox." box. And I was like, fantastic. This is yeah. Great. I have it I didn't have to think difference. about them at all for this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can deliver them early. Um, mm-hmm. if I have that time set, but I I don't quite. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But uh yeah. No, I think that, I think that's so good. Like, yeah, not just jumping straight back into what got you to burn out in the first mm-hmm. place and just be like, well, this time's going to be different because right. uh, I don't know why I'm it's going to be different. Like, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. And it's, that's a great point, right? It's like, figure out, like figure out what these new timelines are. And if you need support, like, are there things that you're like, and cause I know some people it's, it's can be really difficult to ask for help or to to even like outsource. Cause then mm. in our head we're thinking, Oh, but now I have to pay for that. Right. But it's like something has to give, like you're either going to be spending all of your time, like burning yourself out, or you can raise your prices a little bit to help supplement getting the help that you need. And oh, again, yeah. like coming back to my original thing, like we're in this for the long haul. <laughs> so do the things that you need to do to help you create a a, a more sustainable way of building it.
1: Yes. Yeah. I feel like the hustle culture of the past five to 10 years of just like, get out there, hustle, do all this, build your business. Um, it created a lot of burnout because you're just, you're hustling. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. like you're sprinting. You're just running as fast as you can to hustle and build your business. But then that hustle culture didn't talk about Hey, and you also need to slow down and like right. pace and yourself you also need at some break point. point. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way you're going to be able to do this for like 20, 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like this is not. Yeah.
1: If you're wanting your business to last two to three years, sure. You can sprint that. Yeah. That's cool. If you want this to be a marathon business, you're going to have to pace yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe sprint a little bit from time to time, but yeah. definitely set in those those personal boundaries like you were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. To allow that pace um, to where you can you can have evenings with yeah. the family, go like, yeah. hang out with friends and you are not working every single weekend to where you're missing all the birthday parties right. and all of the, all the things, um, you can go to sporting events and, and movies. Yeah, like you and can stuff. take an
0: afternoon off and like go to the pool or yeah. like, and that's, yeah. that's the thing for me. It's a, And I do think it is important to stress kind of what you just said is like embracing that there are going to be seasons. There might be a couple weeks in your business where like, I don't want you to hear like, Oh, I have to have my priorities. And then all of a sudden you're like fighting to put those in when you like also need to get things done. I think it's, right kind of figuring out what your flow is. But if you find yourself more often than not living in that place of like working, 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 like that's when it's even just implementing like an afternoon off or like, like just give yourself a little bit of space where you can breathe Mm. every once in a while.
1: Oh yeah. I've had to do that. And, and, and even where, um, I, I will reach out to, uh, my clients that like, their photos are due that day or they're due this coming week or whatever. And I'll just reach out to them and be like, Hey, um, I'm, I've been overworked and I have overbooked myself. Like this was a problem that I did to myself. I, I need a day or I need two mm-hmm. days or whatever. Um, I'm still going to try and get your stuff out on the date that I, I, we agreed upon. Um, but if it's going to be a few days later, I just wanted to, you know, head this, get ahead yeah. of this now and let you know. And yeah. every single time that I did They're that, so I'm just like, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Take the time. And
0: that's, that That communication is so important. And I think that we get so caught up in fear of like, Oh, I don't want to say anything. But then what ends up happening is that then when you don't deliver, and now you have all this guilt on yourself and you're rushing to try and get it out when it's like, if you would have just, Proactively let someone know ahead of time, like 99% of the time they're going to be understanding.
1: Yes. Uh, 99% of the time they're going to understand. Uh, sorry, that was a little, my, my wife just came home uh, for lunch. Okay. Uh, unexpected. <laughs> um, so it was a fun, fun little surprise. Uh, but um, it's the
0: joys of going live. Oh, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, m- much better than, you know, a half naked child uh, just walking yeah. in here. who's like, Hey dad, can I have some paper to draw? Totally. Um, which is well, definitely because I have
0: my dogs. Anytime I'm doing a podcast interview, my dogs, I with my fiance, I'm just like, I lock them in the bedroom. I'm like, OK, like uh-huh. see you in an hour. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving, but I'm also not yeah. going to be around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like like you were saying, 99 percent of the time they your your clients are going to be understanding because the odds are they've probably also been burnout at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also want you to do your best job. Um, yeah, ex- cause, cause exactly. I also mentioned that in my email or text or call or, you know, however they like, uh, communicating and, yeah. and say like, Hey, like I'm, I'm being burnt out. I know that I'm not prov- like producing the best quality, uh, edits for you. Mm-hmm. I need a little bit of a break, like brain break. I can jump back mm-hmm. in here and then what I'm going to deliver is going to be up to par you know, they yeah. they may still be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine," but it's it's important to to note that you're not doing this just to be like. I, I I don't want to work today. So I'm just gonna yeah. take a day off and uh you know the new season of Ozark is out. I'm just gonna go right. binge that real quick. Um Yeah. But letting them if you know. find
0: yourself in that space, you need to be taking on less work and yes. just like in general like pacing. Yourself yes,
1: definitely. A more. Definitely. But yeah, okay. Uh that's that's great. Um any any other like future steps that we could take to maybe not hit that burnout next time. Like once we've, once we've jumped back in to, I was going to say the ship. I don't know. I don't know what we're, (laughs) what we're in, but once we're, once we're back into it, um, uh, what are, what are some other things we can do to not feel like not get to burnout? uh, Next time,
0: I think that like, aside from obviously kind of everything we talked about, your boundaries, Mm -hmm. knowing that there are seasons, um, remembering it's the long haul. I think the best thing that we can do for ourselves on a day-to-day basis is just start practicing those mindset, like the mindset habits that we can start to build because those are going to be, truthfully, I think that if you can do, if you, if you take away anything from this episode, it's like, I would love for you to walk away with like spending five minutes every day, just like build yourself up. Like, just like tell yourself really, really, Positive, nice things because we spend all day harping on ourselves for like how we're not good enough Mm -hmm. and how our work doesn't look like someone else's and like how we should be further along and all of these things. And it's like if you could take five minutes every single day to just like brag on yourself and it doesn't have to be public, like you can do it in your own like space, but just like just start to work on that mindset because that's going to be the thing that will help you like alleviate some of that guilt, alleviate some of that like. Comparisonitis. It'll just start to build that muscle, which I think will be so helpful in the long run.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That that positive affirmation. It really like it changes the way that your brain does things. Yeah, and and it moves yeah. you into a different headspace. Uh, like if you're if you're looking at your business, you're like, I'm a full time photographer right now. Yeah. Like yes, I'm overwhelmed. Yes, I'm I'm overworked <laughs> right now. I'm I'm feeling burnout, but. Like I did this. Like I, I left yeah. my job. I, I took a chance, and I have created something amazing that not everyone mm-hmm. gets to do, and not everyone has the ability to do it. And like just, just looking at those things, or like, hey, it's it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm taking a break from working right now. Like this mm-hmm. is a great thing that I've been able to do. That, uh, that I, I maybe not. Wouldn't have been able to do five years ago, yeah. Um, and those yeah. kind of like searching for the positive things because, like, yeah, you know, we we're so in our minds, we're so negative mm-hmm. most of the All time. All
0: the time, yeah. yeah.
1: I yeah. think it's like there, there was there was like a study it. done that was like eighty percent of our thoughts are negative thoughts. Like even mm-hmm. the most positive person is just like we we're <laughs> you're still we're, like we're our worst <laughs> critics, and it's always yeah. going on in our heads. Um so taking that time to shift into positivity uh, can really, mm-hmm. really change. Uh, I mean, that's why I've, you know uh, so many speakers are just like, you know, take take five minutes and like head. you know write yeah. on the bathroom mirror like five things uh, positive about yourself, um, which sounds just like, "Eh, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to say positive things. Um, yeah, I, I always felt very, um, like I don't want to be prideful of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I am this and I have done that and I'm good at this thing. Um, but those, those affirmations, we do that with our, our children all the time. It was something that, that my wife came up with, which I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Um, when our, our oldest was maybe, two um we would start doing like the bedtime routine brush teeth wash face and then look in the mirror and then say you know i am uh kind i am a generous person i am strong i'm smart and Mm -hmm. going through a list i think we had like seven or eight things and every night we would do those things and then we could remind him later on when he wasn't maybe acting kind and be like, Hey, are you a kind person? He's like, I am a kind person. And then that, Mm -hmm. that shifted. Uh, So like having those affirmations that you're, you're pouring positivity into yourself. And then whenever you're seeing yourself not being positive, you can remind yourself like, Oh yeah, wait, no, I am. I'm a good business owner. I am a good photographer. I don't have to be as good as them. It's okay. Like, I am, I'm good. I'm better than I was a year ago. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's the, the only person that you should be comparing yourself to is past you. Uh, Yeah. so yeah, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm very, (laughs) very passionate about positivity (laughs) and and all of that. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think another fun thing that I love to do is like when you practice that visualization muscle, like when you start to feel yourself feeling really negative, like Mm -hmm close your eyes for five minutes. If you're like, if you hear the positivity and you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Then the other thing I would encourage you to do is like, just close your eyes then and think about where you want your business to be and how you're going to feel when you get there. Yeah. Like, think about that next step and like, let yourself start to visualize the positive things and like the things that you want to do. Cause that even starts to help kind of rewire like your brain and start to like realize like, oh yeah, that's actually super doable for me. Like I can get there. I can achieve that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And having that, like telling yourself I'm going to do this and this is where I'm going to be. Like Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of uh, Jim Carrey, like, Early, early on in his career when he wrote himself the the check check, and it was like for what $10 million or something, which was just like this astronomical amount. You know, he was barely making like $17,000 doing Mm -hmm. little commercials and things in uh, and he had dated it and everything. And then when that date came around he had $10 million from, you know, Ace Ventura and, and all those, all those things that were hits. Um, but that positivity of thinking of where you want your business to be can really, um, lead you yeah. that direction because your mind is thinking about that and it's leading you there instead mm-hmm. of thinking of negativity and how bad i am and and all that like we tend to like whenever you're driving and you're like looking at like a cow or something i don't know y- y'all have y'all have cows in <laughs> california right we have a ton of them here <laughs> But like, you're just like driving and you're like looking at something and then you start veering that way because that's the Mm -hmm. direction that your focus is. And if that's to a negative side, if you're constantly thinking about the negative things, it's like you're going to start drifting, drifting off that way. And I'm breaking my computer over here, hitting my (laughs) headphone cord. Um, but No, yeah. that's
0: exactly it though. That's like the things that you focus on, like that's where your that's where your mental headspace is going to be. And so mm-hmm. it's like, and you don't have to be positive all the time. We already know, like yeah. you talked about that study, like you already have a lot of negative thoughts that are going to be there. But just start, yeah. Start to give yourself that little bit of positivity. Yep. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Okay. Cool. I love this. Krista, this has been so good. I love this conversation. Yeah, it's been so great. Um, okay. Before we wrap up and you can tell people where to find you and everything. Um, there's a little part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week. Um, mm-hmm. more positivity. Uh, so this could be like a movie TV show book, uh, a new food that you found or rediscovered or something. Um, what are you loving this week?
0: Yeah. Honestly, I, I was thinking about this. And I'm like, I feel like I'm loving so many things, but <laughs> I think if I had to pick one, the thing I'm feeling the most is that, um, I bought like an indoor cycle bike like six months ago oh, yeah. and I've been trying to get like into a routine of like trying to work out more. But, um, but I, like I went on it this morning and I'm doing it every other day. And it's like, it's that time in the morning to just like, do something good for yourself that you and like, but that you also enjoy, right? Right. Like I actually enjoy doing it. I go like on the scenic rides and I, it like plays music and I'm literally like cycling through like France and like you know, all these places. Nice. So yeah. um, I'd say I'm loving
1: that. I've, I've used those kind of uh like the stationary bikes at like hotels and conferences that, yeah. and stuff that I've gone to. And then it's just like showing me like I'm in Paris right now. I'm like, Oh, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I can, I can do an easy 20 minute, ride if, exactly. if i'm going through here um yeah so that's it's
0: much less that's great. it's that's a lot easier for me to do than like go and do like an actual workout like you still burn a lot of calories but i can sit on a bike and like bike through a city mm-hmm. for me i'm like that is doable oh, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and it's not like going outside into the heat and then biking Exa- through yeah. your own city, uh, right. which
0: and then like worrying, am I going to like fall? Is there going to be like a rock in the road? Right. Am I going to like yeah. that's too Some much crazy drivers
1: <laughs> that are in the bike lane? And yeah, so OK, cool. I love that. That's um my my wife and I have been talking about either getting like a stationary bike like that or like a treadmill or elliptical machine or something to where we can have that like little bit of alone time some space mm-hmm. that is also uh being productive uh in, in a healthy way yeah. other than uh you know uh mental health but physical health as well um so okay and a little bit of, mental little health. Bit of <laughs> health as well uh so, awesome well that's cool i um let's see I'm loving a new uh I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Uh a new show on uh Netflix. It's called, I think it's called Wild Babies. Um and, I got
0: that in the, my recommended list of things. Okay, nice,
1: yeah. Yeah. And and for the listener, this is not human babies. We're not like yeah. like uh, you know, naked and afraid or something, but it's just like baby version, just out here in the wilderness with bear grills. Um But it's a it's like like a a, a Nat Geo type uh, documentary series, but of animal babies and like following along like baby elephants and baby otters and and all those things. And we started that um, just kind of to have as the kids are playing around, Mm -hmm. Um, and then they can you know sit there and like watch uh, you know a baby eagle. Like leave its nest yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah. and it's really cool. And I love, I love the, the nature photography and nature of videography where I'm like, how long did you have to lay there
0: until like get that get one shot like yeah, yeah. and
1: like I, I love seeing those behind the scenes where like the fox is like on the photographer's back as he's laying oh my there gosh, he's like, i know well, i can't take a photo of you but hey get this behind <laughs> the scenes photo um so yeah, yeah.
0: If, i have so much mad respect for like that like natural wildlife yeah. like landscape photographers that's a that's Oh yeah! I don't know that I would ever get there, but I love getting to see the results from me it. too.
1: Yeah, I love I love those <laughs> results of you laying there with your 500 millimeter <laughs> for lens for like hours, for 12 hours, yeah. getting eaten by yeah. ants just to get the shot of a baby fox. Um, so I appreciate you, all of all of yes. you wildlife <laughs> photographers out there. Um, but yeah, it was a good. It's a it's a good show. It's not like a. Uh, you know, like, uh, some cartoon that's not like going to be educational yeah. or anything. It's just kind of like, not trash TV, but just like, it's not helpful, uh, in building yeah. them up. Uh, so we always try and find stuff that's, that's good and either educational or something entertaining or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, that that's uh, that's one that I've also been like, I'm going to sit down and watch this for a second too. <laughs> yeah. uh, cause I like this.
0: It's, it's, it's on my list. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. Okay. Um, so Krista, where can people find you? I know at the beginning of this, I said I was going to go back and forth between Krista and Krista Marie.
0: Oh, I have yeah. just called you Krista
1: this entire time. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> uh, but um, where can they, where can the listeners find you? Where can they follow along on socials, um, yeah. your podcast? Where can they listen to more of what you have to say?
0: Totally. Yeah. So I do have a podcast. It's called She Calls Her Shots for um, entrepreneurs in their first couple of years of business. Um, I also am on Instagram. It's at Krista.Marie.Photography. Um, and I do have a free a masterclass. Um, if you're really interested in kind of like if you're in that growth stage, those first few years of business, um, it's called Planning for Profit. And we're really diving deep into the mindset, the financial and the business strategies to help you create and grow that thriving business. And I know how important all three of those things are mm-hmm. and it's starting to just build that foundation of like really understanding those aspects. So I do have that as well, um, which I can send you the link, but, yeah. um, it's at she calls shots.com slash profit plan.
1: Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll have that in the show notes too. That is something that Perfect. took years and years, uh, for me to learn. And uh, that is, that's so great that you have that together, uh, that, you know, other photographers don't have to go through yeah. the trial and error and and just the like like I was just ignorant to how to price for profit and that i needed mm-hmm. to like have a profit
0: and like think about profit yeah, like i like, think I don't know, $500 yeah, <laughs> totally and like in the masterclass we really just my whole point is like i want to help you just start to build those muscles and the foundations of like starting to think about these things cuz especially as new business owners we don't really think about our business as being a real business yeah. so it's like starting to build those muscles of like this is my business this is like i'm going to grow these different strategies and ways of building it
1: okay Awesome. Well, yeah, man, I'm, I might have to check that out too. Um, that sounds great. I will have uh, links to all of those places and that free masterclass uh, in the show notes for everyone. Um, I'll also Perfect. post in our uh, Facebook group uh, for those of you who are watching live right now. Um, I'll post that here in the next few days so you can get a little uh, early sneak peek. Um, yes. Into that masterclass. <laughs> well, um, Krista Marie, awesome. thank you so much uh, <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, yeah. John Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right? that's John correct. Robert. Yeah, there thank you. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for for coming on the show today. It was great getting to chat with you.
0: Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. I'm happy to be here.
1: Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Um, I loved that conversation. I think this mindset and, uh, and everything that uh, Krista was talking about is just so powerful and something that I wish I had known. Uh, years before I learned this. So I hope this was helpful to you. I've got all the show notes, uh, all all the links and everything in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 120. We recorded this one live in our Facebook group. Uh, if you want to be a part of the audience for the next episode, go there Uh, It is the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. I would love to see you in there for the next episode. You can follow this show on Instagram at LightDarkCo. Krista is at krista.marie.photography. You can find me at AllHardPhoto. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. I would love to read it. Until next week, I'll see you in the Facebook community. Yes, Facebook. I'll see you in the Facebook community. «С лапа да без».